What is up, wrestling fans? Welcome to another pay-per-view point edition of the Smart Out Moments Smack Talk Podcast. It's time for us to talk about WWE Worlds Collide NXT versus NXT UK, or Worlds Collide 2020, whatever you want to call it, even though there might be another Worlds Collide later on this year, but uh, we're not going to talk about that until it happens. Uh, we're going to run down the card and do the stuff that we normally do here with the, the preview, the predictions, and all that stuff. Who are we? I am your host, as always, Tony Mango, and joining me, as always, are Robert D. Felice. Hello. And Callum Wiggins. Why isn't this called Universes Collide? Because they're all, all about the universes. You know, it's like um, how like DC has like the multiverse and it's Earth 1 and Earth 2. Like these are NXT's a world. NXT UK's a world. And they're all in the universe. Shouldn't this, be like a, shouldn't this be Civil War? It's just NXT fighting itself. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're different countries, so I don't know if you can do a civil war with two different countries. Well, isn't it a continent? Well, they're worlds. So <laughs> they're different I mean, countries. But, what are they, planets? They're different so countries war, that then. are in different continents because one of them incorporates different countries in itself, and the other one has no country that it's specified to, despite the fact that it's definitely American. And you've got like Japanese talent and all these other people all over the place. But the worlds inside the collective WWE universe. And I guess basically what we're trying to say here is if the anti-monitor comes up, then you need uh, Green Arrow to come in and save the day. You know you know what, though? I'm very excited to be here with you, Tony, covering WWE returning the traditional World War III event from WCW. Is that the... to see with me as well. Is that the <laughs> company that's bringing back World War III, or is that just the United States government? <laughs> <laughs> Clearly the government. <laughs> I hear they bring back full brawl though. <laughs> <laughs> they should. Maybe around like September or so. Um, Inside joke, unless you follow our Twitter account. <laughs> so yeah, we got a, a couple matches to talk about here. One of them they just added yesterday on the pre-show, and then we got a couple other ones that are on the main card. Uh, technically speaking, since this is the uh, afternoon on Wednesday, it's uh, three o'clock for those who are wondering when we're recording this. Technically, we're not supposed to know who the final two people of one of the matches is, but we know because of spoilers and stuff. So if you don't want to know that, then by all means, wait until tomorrow when they actually air the NXT UK episode. But what we're going to do is just start from the pre-show, work our way up, I guess you could say, not down. Um, so we invite you to do the same thing. Drop your comments below and tell us your thoughts on the predictions that you've got on our predictions that we've got and so on and so forth. So if you are on the audio only platforms like Stitcher and Spotify and iTunes and such, head on over to YouTube, ring that bell for notifications, subscribe. If you haven't done that already, get that little like button and then drop a comment below. So pre-show match right now is Kaylee Ray against Mia Yim. And it seems like they're kind of going out of their way to make sure that this is a non-title match, which I don't understand why. Because I sort of can't imagine that Mia Yim is going to win. And if she's not going to win, then there's no reason why this shouldn't just be for the title and Mia Yim lose and not win the championship. Kind of the same as the Bray Wyatt and Miz thing from TLC that did not need to be a non-title match. And I'm curious why they decided to do that. Um, I'm glad that they have Kaylee Ray competing here, despite the fact that I'm not big Kaylee Ray fan, 
because it seemed very strange that we were going to have NXT versus NXT UK and the NXT UK women's champion was not in the slightest bit represented. Um, the match itself, I think Mia Yim can get a good match out of uh, Kaylee Ray. Uh, I'm not super thrilled about it, though. How you guys feeling? It should be fun. It should be fun, but I think Kaylee Ray will absolutely win unless they want to do a thing where Mia Yim gets an NXT UK title shot at TakeOver Portland or something. Uh, I've, I'm looking forward to the match. I think it'll be pretty physical between these two. Maybe in their logic, the only reason why it's not a title match is because if they put a title, that the women the NXT UK Women's Championship match on the pre-show, that makes it seem like it's lesser to the NXT Women's Championship, and maybe they don't want to even put that into people's heads. So maybe they just that's the reason why they've decided to make it a standard match. But realistically, Kaylee Ray should win. So yeah. I go with Kaylee Ray as well. Uh, let's see. Let's go to the main card. We've got. This match should be damn good. Uh, it could be one of those like potential match of the year candidates, I think. DIY, Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa against Trent Seven and Tyler Bate of Mustache Mountain. This is happening in much the same way that a lot of the other matches are happening. The build for this card is essentially, we don't need a fucking build. And I mean, the Mia Yim and Kaylee Ray thing, they just said it's happening. That's it. Just This is happening. Uh, the Mustache Mountain and DIY thing was Trent Seven had tweeted out, hey, how about, like, you know, that match? And Gargano and Ciampa were like, all right, <laughs> that's that's your build. <laughs> so not a whole lot to sink your teeth into, but I can't imagine that this is going to be anything but awesome. I mean, we've seen how great Gargano and Ciampa are together. We've seen how great Seven and Bate are together. And we've seen how both of those teams can really just steal the show if they're against another great team, whether it's the Revival or AOP or uh, American Alpha or, you know, the Undisputed Era. Any time that they step in the ring with another really good team ends up being awesome. So I'm really, really looking forward to this match. And I'm going to go with uh, DIY winning. I wish it was the Grizzled Young Vets. I love Mustache Mountain and especially Tyler Bate. But I think there's no better tag team in the UK right now than Grizzly Young Vets. But that out of the way, this match will probably steal the show, if not the weekend. And DIY has to win. Uh, well, I agree that Grizzly Young Veterans are a great tag team right now. There's nobody better in NXT UK than Tyler Bate right now. So he needs to be he needs to be on this card. And so and so I'm happy that they've decided to reunite mustache mountain because they haven't really been teaming too much together in recent months so it's good it's almost like a reunion of two of the best teams that nxt has ever seen and yeah this match is gonna be awesome this entire card is built around the idea of it appeals to wrestling fans who don't really give two fucks about stories Mm. but care about just seeing awesome matches and this is probably it's up there in terms of this could be the the ultimate show stealing match for this one because all four guys involved are great, and they work both. They both work really well as tag teams. And yeah, DIY should win because if Chump is going to be challenging for the NXT Championship soon, he shouldn't be losing on the way there. And they they need to do some kind of like um, not like 
quality control. It's not a, a good term for it, but um, they need to make sure that Johnny Gargano as well doesn't look bad. And there is a possibility that Finn Balor comes out and screws him over or the Undisputed Era screws him over, but the Mustache Mountain side of things, they're not heels. So there's less of a chance that they're going to do something like that and have Bait and Seven capitalize on it and win than there would be in, say, Finn Balor versus Ilya Dragunov. Again, another match that they just announced. They were just like, that's happening. And the entire build for it has essentially been, at least at this point, 3 o'clock on Wednesday, Balor had a minute-long promo where he just said, like, hey, Dragunov, uh, you know, fuck you, pal. And we're going to get a thing later on where Dragunov's going to cut a promo. It's going to get interrupted by Joe Coffey and just kind of swept aside. But it's basically, again, another this guy versus this guy. You guys excited? And I mean, I'm expecting this to be a good match. I think that Dragunov is overrated. I think Tiffin Balor is overrated. But I'm still looking forward to it. And, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, even though I have right now on my page on smartcomoment.com, I have Dragunov as my pick. I mean, uh, I have Finn Balor as my pick. I'm going to go with Dragunov. I think that we're going to get Johnny Gargano screwing Finn Balor here. And the only reason why I think that that might happen here is because there's certain other matches that I feel like NXT has to win. And I I got this weird feeling that they're going to give, because we have... Um, was it one, two, three, four, five, six matches? I feel like they need to give three to NXT UK without looking too bad. Then again, yeah, we had Survivor Series before where SmackDown got its complete uh evisceration. So I, I'm less confident about this than some other things, but I'm going to lean more towards Dragunov. I say Finn Balor wins. This is one of those things where it can either be really good or just average and people say it's really good. Balor motivated. There's nobody better. I'm still getting into Dragunov, so I'm not sure. But I think Balor has to win. I really like Dragunov. I think he has a lot of energy and uh, like passion behind all his matches. He he's definitely getting over with the crowd and I feel like it will translate well to this audience, even though they're probably not going to be particularly familiar with him. And Finn Balor, when he's on top form, he is one of the best out there. And I think that he, he he's motivated at the moment because he's back in NXT. So, and he's producing good stuff. So I think that this match will be good as well. I'm going to go with Finn Balor as well. I, I honestly don't think they're going to play too much into the idea of, even though it's brand against brand, it's not about, Oh, oh, it's super been built around the idea of brand supremacy or anything along those lines. So I don't think they really care who wins what as long as it's just a bunch of good matches. I mean, there's nothing on the line. It's not like it's they get a spot in the Royal Rumble or that there's some kind of like, you know, well, you get an extra hour of TV if you win or, you know, anything like that. But that's kind of where I'm thinking a little bit more along the lines of Dragunov has been losing a lot of his important matches. And even though Finn Balor is definitely like the bigger star between the two, if they want to make this something that leads more into Portland, they can have Gargano come out, screw Balor, and then Dragunov wins. And it's like, it's a big win for Dragunov and Balor doesn't look bad. 
You know what I, I mean? I think that's it would make sense, but it's really backwards in the sense that the baby face shouldn't be costing the heel match. I mean, unless unless for some reason like Johnny Gargano has a match on NXT this week and Balor costs him a match, and so it's like revenge for it, or you have the DIY match earlier and then they get cost their match against Mustache Mountain and afterwards it's revenge for it. Because if Gargano's just doing it, that means that Gargano's the heel. Well, he did it with the other match that Balor had against um, Cole. Yeah, but that was because he got taken out. So it's like there's a he got taken out by Balor, so that's kind of a reason for it. That's a justification. And if it's going one step over, then that means that Gargano's on the wrong side of the balance now. At least that's like my mindset. And NXT is usually quite good about doing things pretty logically in that regard. That's this match more than anything is one that I'm fifty fifty on, but I'm gonna lean a little bit towards Dragonov. Um the opposite when it comes to the NXT Cruiserweight Championship Fatal 4-Way, because that is Angel Garza going in as champion. He and Isaiah Swerve Scott are representing NXT. Then we got the two people from NXT UK. Again, spoilers if you don't want to know. Those two end up being Jordan Devlin and Travis Banks. Devlin beats Legero and Banks beats the Brian Kendrick, who is, a, I guess, a part of NXT UK. That doesn't really make a whole lot of sense, but whatever. You probably just went over for the one show. Yeah, it's uh, they even called attention to the fact that it makes no sense. So <laughs> at least it's not just like, eh, you know. Um, Garza just won this title. And why would they switch it over to somebody on NXT UK? And why would it be Devlin or Banks? And why would it be now? And, you know, it, it has to be Garza rotating. I'm going to say Storm Scott wins. I'm going to say this is the one like, hey, look, something newsworthy happened. And. Swerve Scott wins the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, this match will be great. All guys involved are great. And Garza will retain because it is too early for him to change the belt. It, but I think this will sell whoever his next feud will be, which I assume will be against either uh, Isaiah Swerve Scott or Jordan Devlin. I imagine Banks is the one taking the fall in this match. Yeah, Banks is definitely in there to take the fall. And I think that it's going to be one of those scenarios where Scott has the match won and Garza kind of steals the pin on Banks. That way it could be like, well, you know, Garza versus Scott coming up at Portland or something. Yeah. Looking forward to this match too. I also think that this is another one that if they just let them go and they have enough time, it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. You know what else is a hell of a lot of fun? When you donate to the Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, quick plugs, get them out of the way before we finish the rest of the stuff. Yeah, the Patreon is something to be aware of. If you donate, then obviously anything you donate is greatly appreciated, whether it's a dollar or you get all the way up to the dark cast tier. It's uh, 10 bucks. You get access to exclusive things that are only on Patreon. We've done two of them so far. And uh, one of them is uh, pretty recent. We just did one right after the hot tags where we're just kind of talking about a bunch of random stuff. But there's also the Pick Your Poison tier, and if you donate to that, you can actually pick some kind of a special feature or a gimmick of sorts for us to do, and then we will do it. Same as what we just did with the fan outs table of the 2007 Royal Rumble. And I don't know what we're going to do next for that, but it kind of depends on you guys. So if you donate, then go ahead, take advantage of that, and thumbs up. There's also the Public and Redbubble shops for the merchandise side of things, so check those out. On uh, the Smart Cat Moment, Fanboys Anonymous, and a Mango Tease side of things. 
And for the hell of it, I'll just throw out fanboysanonymous.com as well while we're doing this because that is the geek culture site for movie reviews and different kinds of things like that. So stay tuned for, I don't know, Oscars material or whatever ends up else happening there. So yeah, do that. Let's move on to the NXT Women's Championship match. Rhea Ripley is going to defend against Tony Storm. This sounds very familiar because last time this happened, it was around this time last year. <laughs> and uh, we're just... Got it back to square one again with a different championship, although completely different scenario as far as babyface and heel, because Ripley is now firm, total babyface, the head of the NXT division, and Tony Storm seems like she is heading in her way towards a heel turn. She's been getting frustrated lately. She's uh, she lost the title to Kaylee Ray. She was not able to beat Kaylee Ray at NXT UK TakeOver Blackpool 2, and now she's taken that frustration out on Rhea Ripley. And I feel like in this scenario, not only is, and I think we can all agree on this, it's way too soon to take the belt off of Ripley, so no matter what, she's not losing it. But they've already announced that she's got an opponent lined up for Portland in Bianca Belair. And if you're telling the story of Tony Storm losing and getting closer to that heel turn, she has to lose again. So, yeah, Rhea Ripley wins. Yeah, there's no question here. I mean, I'm, I hope it's a great match, and I'm sure it will be. But Rhea Ripley wins. Yeah, I, yeah, it's it's pretty like full gun conclusion here. Uh, I'm still not convinced about the long term Tony Storm heel turn. It's not a thing. Yeah, yeah, I just, I, yeah, I just think that that was just a one-off thing for that match, and they might lead to like a Piper Niv and Tony Storm match, which is the thing that kicks Storm out of NXT UK, and then she goes to NXT full time, and then she'll just become Tony Storm babyface again. But uh, yeah, I don't see it as a long-term heel turn thing. I imagine they'll shake hands after Ripley wins. I don't know because now we don't have Jazzy anymore. She seems gone, and. Piper Niven doesn't seem to be in the slightest bit turning heel. If she wins that title from Kaylee Ray, or if they go down that road, then who do you really have for her to fight? Well, they'll figure something we'll out. We'll worry about it later. Yeah, it's, it's like <laughs> it's like they'll either find someone from the UK independent scene, or they'll create someone, or they'll move someone from NXT that's not doing anything over to NXT UK for a little while. They hired that Valkyrie chick. Yeah, you guys know anything about her? I've never heard of her. Elfie no Wolf or something? Uh, God she knows beat, how uh, that, right? She beat, beat the same person. Uh, well, she beat the same, whoever, uh, Amali, I think her name is, um, twice because they had to retape the match. So that's not really a good sign. And then she beat Iowa Dawn. So she's coming in with a good start, and you know maybe she'll be something. And besides, the champion's a heel right now, so... You should probably have a, a more of an influx of baby faces coming up at this point. There's also yeah. Dakota Kai. You can always bring her over. She's not on NXT UK. Stop it. She's been on NXT <laughs> UK before, uh, before, and if Mia Yim yeah, but you is fighting, keep pushing uh, this. it's like it's clear that she's a top heel on NXT right now. Yeah, but I'm talking like you know later this year. Mia Yim's yeah. fighting Kaylee Ray. You know weird things happen. Worlds are colliding, Tony. Yeah, universes too. <laughs> And if you're in uh, New Zealand, apparently that's a country in the UK. And, you know, that's how that works. It's about people that made their name on the UK independence. <laughs> <laughs> it's still such a weird concept to me. 
anyway. Uh, it's, weird. it's weird as like Seamus holding the United States Championship. It's like it's not it's not the Shinsuke Nakamura holds the United States Championship right now. Why isn't it Japanese Championship instead? It's uh, all these I, things that make sense. That's why I keep pitching that that doesn't make any sense either. I don't like the North American title or the United States title. So ha. Huh. <laughs> How are like, you? Huh, we're ne- we're ne- none of us are getting what you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> so, ha, huh, I don't like any of this shit. <laughs> uh, what I do like, though, is that we're getting the Undisputed Era versus Imperium. It's an eight-man tag team match. This is going to be our main event. Uh, I can't imagine that this is going to be anything else but great as well. Uh, everyone here is either great or at least serviceable. I mean, the weak link of the whole bunch, I think, is Alexander Wolfe. And this is the best stuff that he's done because his stuff in Sanity was not up to par and being a part of Imperium is definitely an upgrade. So if you've got like the low mark is Alexander Wolf and, you know, Eichner's been impressing me since the Cruiserweight Classic. Bartell is somebody who I've really come around to. Walters is a shit ton of fun. And the Undisputed Era is just like for amazing talents, then you can't go wrong. And this is going to be super cool big fan of the fact that they're doing this just in general and i'm leaning towards imperium i think that undisputed era getting the drop on them in nxt uk takeover black bull 2 is something that a lot of people will go into just assuming not only are they the ones that got the you know the first shot in but they're also all of the champions and they're the more well-known so they've got the momentum and more often than not, when WWE likes to do some kind of a match like this, they like to do the opposite and swerve things around a little bit. Plus, Walter's Walter. Dude's huge. He's bigger than the four members of the Undisputed Era combined, it seems. And it's good to give NXT UK a little little rub here because they need it more. So I think between Gargano, Ciampa, Keith Lee... Dijakovic, Matt Riddle, Pete Dunne, all these people that have had issues with Undisputed Era, I think that there's a chance that there's an interference here as well, and Imperium ends up uh, coming out on top. I'm going with the Undisputed Era. I think this match would be great. Both groups are great. Walter is the man, and they already played into the fact that he's bigger than all four guys because they had a real hard time taking him down. But I think ultimately the Undisputed Era needs to win because at the end of the day, Worlds Collide doesn't mean anything. And the Undisputed Era should always win. Uh, you're right, Worlds Collide doesn't mean anything, and that's why Imperium will that, win this match. As I said that, uh, I said, oh god, that's why they're going to lose. <laughs> so I, I think that this will, this will be a great match. It'll be interesting that the Undisputed Era will probably play the de facto baby faces in this match. Yeah, because they're definitely frankly, baby faces. Because frankly, in most matches they have, they're the baby faces with the crowd anyway, so it doesn't really matter too much if they just go full the full way with it in this match. Uh, I think well, it's... Does Walter say boom? Walter doesn't say boom. No, it's like Adam Cole maybe should be trying to be a heel rather than playing to the crowd so much. But uh, we've got... I, th- I feel like with Walter against all these guys, you can just have Walter win and all the other guys are just window dressing really they'll, they'll, they'll all play their part but Walter will be the one that just kills everybody and eventually I don't think he should pin Adam Cole but he would pin one of Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish and Fish. get a victory that way Fish we don't but know if Roderick Strong Cole... will be um, NXT UK 
well, NXT North American champion by the end of this anyway, so maybe he would be the one that falls. That's true, because he has his match with uh, Keith Lee tonight, and there is always a very good chance that Keith Lee wins that title. And that's another thing, too. It could be the type of thing that, like, they screw Keith Lee tonight, and then that's what happens. Like, Keith Lee comes out and screws him for this match. And then they do some kind of rematch at Portland or something. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, I'm leaning towards Imperium, though. Do you want to change your uh, pick, Rob? Do you run the? Uh, yes, I do. I, I, <laughs> Imperium probably will win. Uh, do you think they run the risk of Walter becoming a mega baby face if he just runs through all four members of the Undisputed Era? No, nah. it's the Undisputed Era, and they're the ultimate baby faces in NXT. So, so we'll all just become even more of a heel to the eyes of the American audience by beating them all. Also, NXT UK, they've got like. Uh, I think it's it's what Dave Mastiff and massive two other people end up fighting um, Imperium over the course of the next couple of weeks, so they're going to do some kind of backstage stuff and some yeah some promos Mastiff and everything the, and Southwell subculture. That's who it is. Yeah, okay. Yeah, they face enough against Imperium. He ends up fighting Mastiff for the title too, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. that actually clears up our whole speculation of like, well, what do they do in the meantime? Do they have some kind of a title match? With Dragunov and uh, title match with uh, Mastiff. That's how they end up eating up some time. Why? Why are Mastiff and Reed not having one-on-one match of just big dudes who do big dude things? Because not everyone wants him to be the number ten draft day. <laughs> well, uh, you know what? One of these days, I swear, he, he's going to be everything. Would it be great if they just release him? <laughs> I mean, I would, I'd hate it for the guy. The guy's great, but like, I, I, I like him a lot. But like, just to, just to <laughs> see the look on Rob's face, it's like, oh, I guess he'll be number ten draft pick in AEW instead. <laughs> <laughs> what is Reed Bronson doing in the Impact? <laughs> <laughs> well, that is the breakdown of Worlds Collide. That is happening at six thirty p.m. Eastern on Saturday. Of course, we will do our usual stuff where we break down the card in the post show and talk about the results and our review and all the other kind of stuff like that. So, again, drop your comments below. Tell us your thoughts on anything you want to talk about with our preview for Worlds Collide. And uh, I don't know. Give us your fantasy booking. If they would have done. The Team NXT versus Team NXT UK 5-on-5 men's and women's matches. Who would you have put in there? Put stuff like that. You know, know, keep the discussion going. And um, that's all I have to say for the most part. Other than, you know, I already put my list of that up on the website. So you can check that out if you want. You guys uh, have anything else you want to chime in about? No. Nothing at all. Well, we're going to move along here, talk about the Royal Rumble and the next thing. Uh, You guys are listening to separately and maybe different, you know, times and stuff, but we're going to move along with that. So um, very quickly, let's just uh, toss a couple more plugs out before we do that. I did all mine. So, Rob. All right. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dude Felice. You can check out everything I'm doing at WrestleZone.com and over on Fightful.com. This weekend, I will be doing the Fast Food Royal Yumble 2. There is a t-shirt up on tpublic.com, and maybe I'll drop the link in the description of this video. If you buy this shirt, 100% of the proceeds go to benefiting the Australian wildfire relief. And it's a good cause, and it's a lot of wacky fun that will be on Sunday, 
3 p.m. Eastern, right before the Rumble, over on WrestleZone's Facebook. So check that out, and I'm going to pass it over to Callum. Well, you've passed it on to me, and so I'll say my small piece, which is you can follow me on Twitter at Wickmeister14, and check out all the weekly articles on SmartCommoment.com, but most importantly, the power rankings, because that's the one that I write. And they're real power rankings, not like AEW's. Yeah, I actually, I actually go by um, like results and things like that. Wins and losses matter. Yeah, and if people don't appear, they're off. They're down the rankings. You won't see Becky Lynch on my power rankings because she only wrestled. Well, she just wrestled her first match in about a month uh, on Monday, so maybe she'll be back on. Who knows? Yeah, well, that's it for Worlds Collide. Again, stay tuned for that on Saturday. We will update anything that changes on the page on SmartGamma.com. And uh, yeah, time for the Royal Rumble Talk. So check that out. That's the next video coming up on the channel. And we will see you there, everybody. But for now, this has been another Smart Cat Moment. And we're being counted out.